do you really serve God? Josephine, do you really serve God? Mommy says, I feel some excitement in the atmosphere. We bless God for that. <laughs> well, some of us, we are hearing good news upon good news every day. I, I don't know, now, lately, the Lord is blowing, blowing my mind. Good news upon good news has been my portion in the last couple of weeks. I declare upon your life too that you shall come here and you will laugh. You shall come here and you will smile and you shall receive good news from the Lord that will put joy in your heart. It will put joy in your mind. It will, it will put laughter in your mouth. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare joy shall be your portion. Joy shall be your portion. Healing shall be your portion. Test Testimony shall be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord is on your side. 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 I declare upon your life, you manifest your glory. You manifest your glory. You manifest your glory. You You manifest your glory. You manifest your glory. You manifest your glory. Good news upon good news. You manifest your glory say after me i will manifest my glory i will manifest my glory listen i have a huge testimony that i will share with you during midnight vigil wednesday 12 a.m my own testimony that the lord has given me But I'm not going to share tonight. I'm going to share during midnight vigil. So please make it a point to be there. For the purpose of our message tonight, the concept of serving God will be symbolized by a sacred braided cord formed by three intertwining strands time talent and treasure <laughs> listen you, you cannot miss out on what i have for you tonight do shaka demo salabate i said for the purpose of our message tonight the concept of serving god will be symbolized by a sacred braided cord formed by three intertwining strands time talent and treasure somebody say time talent and treasure time can we enter into the spirit right now? Mazura Say time, talent, and treasure. Say time. Say talent and Ishuta Sodagata. Adoskepe. Rakadoskatata. Azento Paligata. Isudagata Badabadabadabadadosh. Time. Talent. And treasure. People of faith, it is not enough to just believe. We must show our love for God through our actions. 
I know you believe in God. I know you trust in God. I know you say you rely on the Lord, but your words are not enough. You must grow to a level where you begin to show the Lord your love for Him through your actions, through your works, through your activities, through the things you do, not just through what you say. Am I speaking to somebody? Come on. I know many of us have been saying we serve God all these years. You have been saying you worship God all these years. But I came to tell you all these years it was just words from tonight. I am going to raise another kind of people who realize that serving God is far higher than your words. It's far higher than your statement. But it has everything to do with your works and your actions. Do you really serve God? Gloria. Miracle, do you really serve God? And for the sake of this series, I have summarized the entire message into three words. I have summarized the entire message into three words. Number one, do you really serve God? Number one, if you really serve God, then number one, you have time for Him. You will serve God with your time. Number two, you will serve God with your talent. You will serve God with your abilities. You will serve God with your gifts. You will serve God with your talent. Number three, Tonight I am not talking about any other God But the God most high The God that is holy The God that is pure I am talking about the God that is sinless I am talking about the God that is blameless The God that is flawless I am talking about the God that is stainless I am talking about the God God, that man cannot behold and live. The Bible said, God said, Moses, no man shall ever see my face and live. When I am talking about serving God, I am not talking about a pastor. I am not talking about a prophet. I am not talking about a speaker of parliament. I am not talking about a president. I am not talking about a divine sponsor. I am talking about a God most high, the one and only, the only true God, the God alone. He is the one I am referring to tonight. Listen, tonight there will be only one God in this place as it has always been. And his name is Elohim, Yahweh, Jehovah. He is the God I am talking about. Do you really serve God? I am not talking about Buddha. Do you really serve God? I am not talking about Allah. Do you serve God? I am not talking about your cell phone. Do you serve God? I am not talking about your career. Do you serve God? Hear me. The first thing that I will talk about tonight, I said I've summarized the entire series into time, talent, and treasure. Time, talent. So somebody say after me, time, talent, and treasure. And tonight, my focus is going to be on time. Next week, I will speak on talent. 
the following week part three i'll speak on treasure <laughs> so tonight i'm uh, tonight i'm speaking under the theme time oh, kadu, 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 kadu. <laughs> to signify that someone is spending time with god there are four crucial factors that one must be devoted to according to the bible Time, 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 time. There are four factors under the theme time that you must pay close attention to. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. I always share this scripture here, and I will keep on sharing because it is the truth. There is nothing better than the truth, there is nothing stronger than the truth, there is nothing deeper than the truth. If I'm going to share anything with you, I am going to share the truth. Chapter 2, verse 42. Oh, 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 oh. Zada Gato Badabados. Lopada Gadabashi Gando Badabadoski Pandabados. Zada Gadabada 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 Zado 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 Zado. Thank you, Jesus. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. I read all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching <laughs> and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper. So they shared in the Lord's Supper. And number four, they devoted themselves to prayer. Listen to this carefully. Anybody under the sound of my voice that claims that they are serving God, number one, you must give God your time. Somebody will ask, man of God, how will I know that I have given God my time? This is what it means to give God your time. Number one, the Bible said, all the believers, not some of them. The Bible said, all the believers. I don't know if you have noticed, but you will always see that when we come here, not all the people of prayer life join us. But the Bible said in the days of old, all the believers, all of them, the emphasis is, is on the word all. And the Bible said all the believers, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Now the question is, what is the meaning of being devoted? What does it mean to be devoted, man of God? What does it mean to be devoted? To be devoted means to have a strong and unwavering commitment, loyalty, or dedication to a person, to a cause, to a belief, or to an activity. To be devoted means a deep and sincere attachment, often involving time, effort, and emotional investment. When someone is devoted to something or someone, they prioritize that thing, they prioritize that person, they consistently give their attention and energy to that thing. Please listen to me. These are not my words. This is the word of the Lord. The Bible said, the, all the believers, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. Okay. 
unwavering commitment, loyalty, dedication, emotional investment. I declare upon your life that by the time the service is over, somebody shall be devoted to the word of God. Somebody shall be devoted to prayer. Somebody shall be devoted to the strong things, the basic things of God. Somebody shall be devoted to the teachings we teach here. Somebody shall be devoted to the strong word of God. Am I speaking to somebody? Your devotion is changing. Your devotion is changing. Your devotion is changing. I know you are devoted to your career, but you can also be devoted to the word of God. You are devoted to your future, but you can also be devoted to the things of God. I know you are devoted to your husband, but you can also be devoted to the word of God. I know you are devoted to your wife, but you can also be devoted to the word of God. The Bible said, all the believers, all the believers, all of them, not some of them like the people of prayer life do. The Bible said, all the believers, they devoted themselves. Ah. And they didn't just devote them, themselves to the men or the men of God. The Bible said they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostle. That is apostolic teachings. Listen to me carefully. Am I saying wherever you go and you see people teaching the word of God, you must be devoted to it? That is not what I am saying. The Bible said they were devoted to the apostles' teaching. When we talk about the apostles' teaching, you know the apostles in the Bible primarily taught the message of Jesus Christ, which is called the gospel or the good news. So they were devoted to the apostles' teachings because the central figure, the central image, the central point, the central theme, the central idea of their teachings was the man called Jesus Christ. So it is not every teaching that you can be devoted to. You must be devoted to the teachings that have Christ or that are Christ-centered. Follow carefully. The teachings we teach here, we do not teach, or the, the messages I share with you, these are not messages that are men-themed. These are not messages that are about our livelihood. These are not messages that are about our lifestyle. These are messages that are about Jesus and Jesus alone. The very moment you find a teacher that teaches that, that teaches about Jesus and Jesus alone, the Bible is giving you the go-ahead to be devoted to such teachings. I don't come here and talk about the things I've been able to buy, the things I've been able to accomplish. I don't come here and talk about the things I've been able to, 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 to do. No. here to share the word of God, the unpolluted word of God. Apostolic teachings. The apostolic teaching forms the foundation of Christian doctrine and is found primarily in the New Testament books, including the Gospels, the Acts of the Apostles, the Epistles written by the Apostles such as Paul, Peter, John and the others. These continue to be the central to Christian belief and practice today.
It's all about Jesus. When you come to prayer life, our messages are about Jesus. Our prayers are about Jesus. Everything is about Jesus. The central theme, the purpose of the work we are doing is Jesus. A man called me yesterday. He said, man of God, I have, I have seen that everything about your ministry is correct. And this is a man that I met not long ago. The very first time I met this man was at Adulam. And this man who knows nothing about me, he has never heard my message before. He said, man of God, the Lord has told me in a dream that everything about your ministry is correct. Everything about your ministry is on, is on point. Can you imagine a man who doesn't know me from Adam? A man who has never listened to my message before, but the Lord is testifying of the good work we are doing. That the Lord reveals to another man in his dream that everything about prayer life is correct. Eesh, what a God. I declare that the Lord shall also witness for you. The Lord shall testify about you. The Lord shall testify about your love for his kingdom. The Lord shall testify about you, your family, about you, your attitude about you, your character, about you, your lifestyle, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Number one, you must be devoted to the teachings we teach here. Are you devoted to our teachings? If you are not devoted, then you are not spending time with God. Now, if you are not part of prayer life, then you are not the one I am speaking to. But even if you are not part of prayer life and you are listening to this message, you are definitely part of another church or another ministry. You ought to be devoted to the apostolic teachings of where your covering is. Listen to this. This is not my word. This is the word of God. They were strongly devoted. Listen to this. <laughs> oh God. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. So I am breaking down what it means to serve God. Oh what it means to serve god number one is giving god your time what does it mean to give god your time number one you are devoting yourself to the teachings of your man of god listen to this this is why the messages i preach are that important to me that i will do everything in my power to ensure that they are on all the other platforms all the digital platforms sometimes i can spend six hours just editing a single message so that i can share on the digital platforms for the world to listen to it why do you think i will invest my time i will invest my energy i will invest whatever that i have in me to do all this because when people are devoted to the word i am teaching then they are spending time with god that is what it means this is why you cannot joke with your man of god because when you are spending time with the teachings of your man of god you are spending time with god that is what it means that is why I always tell you if you are not devoted to the to if you are not devoted to our services, if you are not devoted to our teachings, then you are not spending time with God. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. Some of you will notice there are some people here, they they, they never miss service. 
hey, sometimes I'm shocked. There are some people here, even if they miss any service, Sunday service they will never miss. Midnight vigil they will never miss. My wife will never miss a Sunday service. No matter what. I was speaking to her daughter. She said, Papa, if I do not listen to the Sunday service, I feel sick. I feel like something is missing in me. I feel like there is something that is wrong. I feel like something is not okay. The RD should have. I don't know if you have noticed a fear sewer. She never misses service. And in the days of old, the Bible said, all the believers, all, all, I declare from today, when you come to prayer life, all will be devoted, not some, but all, not some, but all, not some, but at the shutter, I see a shift in your devotion. I see a shift in your devotion. From today, you will spend time with God. You will be devoted to our teachings. You will be devoted to the word of God. Am I speaking to somebody? Am I speaking to somebody? Am I speaking to somebody? Say, I am devoted. I am devoted. I am devoted. I am devoted. Say, I am devoted. Shout Jesus three times. Today I'm not preaching, no, I am teaching. The Bible said they were devoted to the apostles' teachings. When you read First Timothy chapter 4, First Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, the Bible said, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture. Devote yourself, devote when you read the NIV, the scripture said, Devote yourself to the public reading of scripture. When we are talking about reading scriptures. We are not talking about hiding and reading. No. There are times that you do what we call public reading. That is why prayer life, we have a devotional guide for all, not for some, but for all. And I always tell people that is the same guide that I use, that same guide, that is the same guide that the pastors use, that is the same guide that the members of the church use. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture. Devote yourself to reading the scriptures. And if you can read more than a chapter, you know the church reads one chapter a day. But if you can do four, why are you reading one? I expect you to do better. Whatever I share with you is the least, the basic. I expect you to go the extra mile. I always say this, the, fa- the pastors are reading about five to six chapters every day. And every year, we read the bible once the pastors and i every year we read the the bible once the pastors and i and those pastors who have taken it seriously from the beginning of the year till the end of the year they would have read the bible once cover to cover genesis to revelation listen we are not joking here everything we do somebody says in fact the background of your ministry is all about jesus since i joined your ministry if not i have i would have unfollowed you 
long time but the holy spirit keeps prompting me to join anytime my sister miracle sends me the link this is the doing of the lord we are all about jesus we are christ-centered we are not here to project the image of a man we are not here to project the image of a couple we are here to project one image i, I always say this when you come to prayer life there is one god one image there is one blood one identity there is one name one person there is one image one purpose one degree we are for god and god is for us we are about god and god is about us I do not get on this platform so that I can prove to you I can preach. I get on this platform so that I can prove to you there is a God. I get on this platform so that I can prove to you the word is so strong and sharp. I do work with me now i'll preach in a minute devote yourself to the public reading of scripture to the public reading of scripture devote yourself to the public reading of scripture be a part of a devotional guide read it read it read it by reading it by spending time reading the bible by spending time listening to our messages by spending time joining our live sessions you are spending time with god that is how your journey to serve god begins and the bible said devote yourself to preaching and to teaching to every preacher in this place the bible didn't say devote yourself to prophesying the bible didn't say devote yourself to anything else but to preaching i am a prophet by the grace of god i can see into the into the realms of the spirit by the grace of god i am able to tell the mind of god by the grace of god i am even able to tell things that will happen years ahead by the grace of god i am able to go back in time and share things that happened in the past by the grace of God but I am not devoted to prophesying I am devoted to preaching and I am devoted to teaching because my purpose is to raise disciples my purpose is to raise shepherds my purpose is to raise generals 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 are not born by prophecies generals are born by preaching come on there is a general under the sound of my voice. There is a general under the sound of my voice. In the coming years, you shall rule the world. In the coming years, you shall take over the world. In the coming years, you will shake the world. I am committed to raising generals of God. I am committed to raising generals of the spirit. I am committed to raising Shadow Sadiba. Hear me. The Lord is here. If you have not seen yet, just for your information, I am telling you the Lord is here. <laughs> I can see him. I can see, I can behold. I adore, I can behold. I can behold, behold. Ah,
thing. They think we can't prophesy. Mm -hmm. They think we can't prophesy. By the grace of God, let me just share this secret with you. By the grace of God, there are great seers and great prophets that I have come to meet that they still look for us behind the scenes for us to tell them the mind of God. This is just a secret today to them that understand. That is it. <laughs> Devote yourself to the public reading of scripture. Devote yourself. Miracle. Devote yourself. Fear. Devote yourself. So the first thing is devoting yourself to apostolic teachings. Apostolic teachings. Number two, devoting yourself to fellowship. Somebody say fellowship. 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 Say after me. Fellowship. Fellowship refers to the act of socializing, bonding, and engaging in spiritual activities with a group of people who share similar interests, beliefs, or goals. Fellowship often involves a sense of belonging and community. In Christianity, fellowship may include gathering with fellow believers for worship, prayer, study, and mutual support. Do you understand what it means to fellowship with other believers? <laughs> Familiarizing yourself with them, getting to know them bonding with them that is why sometimes when we are praying the lord will leave me mention somebody's name and release a prayer upon them right i don't know if you can capture somebody's name here right now mention their names right now and say you will manifest your glory mention somebody's name on the platform and say you will manifest your glory capture somebody's name say eric sir you you manifest your glory capture somebody's name capture somebody's name and say you manifest your glory i enter capture somebody's name say you manifest your glory if you are you manifest your glory of course you are you manifest your glory bloody you manifest your glory miracle you manifest your capture somebody's name and say you will manifest your glory clifford you manifest your glory Tadadu grace some you manifest your glory papa you manifest your glory you manifest your glory abena you manifest your glory phil driscoll you manifest your glory miracle you manifest your glory thelma you manifest your glory kadeba ojaba you manifest your glory josephine you manifest your glory kobina you manifest your glory hear me somebody 
The Bible said you must be devoted to fellowship, which means whenever you come on this platform, it is not just here. It is not just about hearing the word of God. It is also about communing with the people, fellowshipping with the people, intimacy, intimacy with the Holy Spirit, and intimacy with the people. Spiritually, we are combined. There are people streaming from UK. There are people streaming from Ghana. There are people streaming from Accra. There are people streaming from Tatuadis. There are people streaming from Obwasi. There are people streaming from France. And the Bible said, even though we are all not in one place, but we can fellowship as one. We can fellowship as one. That is how we can connect. That is how we can connect. That is how we can connect. Somebody say connect, 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 connect. Shadows, shadows. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. We are we are about to enter into the presence. The holiest. The holiest of all. We are about to enter. Listen. Listen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. Oh, if you have not shared the link yet, it will be a great opportunity to do so now. Hear me, the Bible said, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools. Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools. There is a manner in which you can live that you will be considered a fool. How is one considered a fool and how is one considered wise? The Bible said, but live like those who are wise. Verse 16, the Bible said, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Listen, listen, listen. Can I blow your mind? Can I blow your mind? Can I blow your mind? Continue like this, we are not going to close. 
make the most of every opportunity many people think what that that's what the bible is talking about is that make the most of every opportunity when it comes to a job when it comes to a career when it comes to no that is not what the bible was saying no the bible said please Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16 the bible said make the most of every opportunity in these evil days so the bible is referring to the particular timeline that he is telling you the particular atmosphere that he is telling you to make the most of every opportunity he said in these evil days he wasn't referring to physical things now i am not saying do not make the most of good opportunities no but what i am saying is in this in these evil days make the most of every good opportunity i am talking about a spiritual opportunity when you hear that prayer life is praying prayer long when you hear that prayer life is declaring declare along when you hear that the people have are fast and fast and longer that is what the bible is saying be wise and make the most of every opportunity in these evil days people will tempt you and they will dare you they will tell you do not give your tithe they will tell you do not pray too much they will tell you do not waste your time fasting they will tell you do not come to Adulam to pray how can a beautiful lady like you have come to a forest and pray they will advise you do not come to the mountain things to pray they will tell you all sort of things in these evil days they will try and brainwash you they will break your vibe break your vibe they will try and keep you up from making the most of every opportunity but the bible said by the reason of fellowship make sure that you make the most of every opportunity every every Adulam is an opportunity. I stand with God. It's an opportunity. Midnight vigil is an opportunity. Prayer life is an opportunity. Tithing is an opportunity. Offerings are opportunities. The Bible is saying, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days these ones are the wise ones whenever you have the opportunity to to learn make sure you learn whenever you have the opportunity to pray make sure you pray whenever you have the opportunity to hear the word of god make sure you partake of it this this is what makes you wise verse 17 the bible said don't act thoughtlessly but understand what the lord wants you to do when we talk about opportunity we are talking about a circumstance that makes it possible to do something a good chance for advancement a good chance for progress <laughs> the lord wants you to spend quality time in his presence and that is why he's encouraging you to fellowship with other believers <laughs> am i teaching is somebody still not getting my point is somebody still wondering what is he talking about i am talking about what it means to serve god so number one is time i'm talking about i'm going to talk about in this series i, I said i've summarized the entire message into three words time treasure time talent and treasure and tonight my focus is on time serving god with your time 
and to serve God with your time the Bible said be devoted to apostolic teachings number two be devoted to fellowship with other believers number three be devoted to the Holy Communion somebody say the Holy Communion somebody say the Holy Communion Hear me. <laughs> the Holy Communion is an act of Christian worship in which believers partake of bread and wine, symbolizing the body and blood of Jesus Christ. The blood and body of Jesus Christ. It commemorates Jesus' last supper with his disciples, serves as a memorial of his sacrifice on the cross, expresses gratitude for salvation, signifies unity among believers, and is considered a source of spiritual nourishment and connection with God. <laughs> Do you know what the Holy Communion is? I have a message called the misconceptions about the Holy Communion. <sighs> Listen, I am not going to talk much about the Holy Communion because I have a full message dedicated to the Holy Communion. So I want you to go back and listen to that message, the misconceptions about the Holy Communion. Is somebody jotting this down? The mis type the misconceptions about the Holy Communion. So I will not talk much about the Holy Communion, but this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a summary. Go back and listen the misconceptions about the Holy Ghost. Go back and listen. You'll be blown away. Gloria, go back and miscommunication, bang. Miscommunication. Go back and listen to the misconceptions about the Holy Communion. <laughs> All right, so let me just give you a summary of that message. John chapter 6, verse 33. Akushua, <laughs> you are laughing. <laughs> John chapter 6, verse 33. Jesus said, The true bread of God is the one. Listen to this. If the Bible is for you, underline the one, the one. The true bread, the true bread of God is the one, is, 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 is someone. <laughs> the true bread is the one the one the bread is not a food but the bread is the one please listen to this carefully i'm not going to be able to teach the entire message on the holy communion no that is why i'm saying i already have this message so go back and listen to it but i'm just giving you a summary for those for the, for the sake of the series i'm doing tonight because it is part so number one be devoted to the apostolic teachings number two be devoted to fellowship with the holy spirit and fellowship with the brethren number three 
be devoted to the holy communion so i am just teaching this so that you will understand what the holy communion is the bible said the true bread of god is the one which means the bread is a human being because the bible said the true bread is the one who comes down from heaven not the thing that comes down the bible said the one the one is a someone the bread is a someone. god listen to this now the bible said the true bread of god is the one who comes down from heaven and the bible said and gives life to the world you know jesus is not the only one that comes from heaven so when the bible said the true bread is the one that comes from heaven the bible wasn't referring to jesus but when the bible said the one that gives life to the world there is only one person that gives life to the world the bible said in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and with and he was with god from the beginning and without him was not anything made that was made all things were created through him there is only one person through whom life comes into this world there is only one person through whom life is given to this world that is not an angel i am not talking about a cherub i am not talking about the seraphim i am not talking about the powers i am not talking about the angels i am talking about the one true god the one mediator his name is jesus christ i want to salute apostle jonathan for being here it's an honor to have you in the house listen listen the bible said there is only one that gives life to the world and that is jesus so the bible said the true bread of god is the one who comes from heaven so the actual communion please is not the bread we eat but why then do we eat the bread in the church why then do we take the wine in the church listen to this carefully when you continue the same scripture the bible said said they said give us that bread every day give us that bread every day there is only one bread that you can eat every day and never get tired i am not talking about hot oven i am not talking about valley view i am not talking about any any bread that you eat in your home because you do realize when you decide to eat that bread every day you shall begin to get tired but the bible said the people said sir give us that bread every day there is only one kind of bread that you can eat every day and yet you will never grow tired of it i am not talking about tea bread i am not talking about wheat bread i am not talking about cake bread i am not talking about butter bread but i am talking about the bread of life Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. I am, I am the bread of life. <laughs> so the question is, how then do we eat Jesus? If Jesus is the bread of life, how then do we eat Jesus? He's now about to explain what it means to eat him. Can I show you how to eat this bread? Can I show you how to eat this bread? 
he said okay let us read let us read the scripture together please post the scripture for us let us read it together john chapter 6 verse 35 now he said i am the bread of life we are reading together so make sure you are reading on your screen right now whoever comes to me will never be hungry again listen to this whoever comes to me will never be hungry again so jesus is showing us how to eat his kind of bread he is that bread he is the only one who can show you how to eat it and he's saying whoever comes to me will never be hungry again <laughs> which means that when you come to god that is how you eat the bread just by coming to God you are eating the bread just by seeking God you are eating the bread that is what it means just by coming to God you are eating the bread and then he said whoever believes in me will never be thirsty which means by believing in God you are drinking the blood so how do you eat the bread you eat the bread by seeking God this is the Holy Communion I'm talking about too so if you are wondering Papa, if we are supposed to be devoted to the Holy Communion, how come we don't do it every day on prayer life? We do it every day on prayer life. Just that we do it in a way that you do not know. You are thinking just by eating the symbol, the physical bread and the wine, we are eating or we are participating in the Lord's Supper. No, that is only a symbol. But the real thing is to eat the bread of life. You must seek God. By seeking God, you are eating the bread. By chasing after God, you are eating the bread. By coming into the presence of God, you are eating the bread. And by trusting in him, by placing your trust in him, by believing in him, you are drinking the blood. You need to understand. Think of it this way. You see, a ticket... When, have you bought a ticket before a ticket the ticket you buy when you pay for a seat on a bus think of it this way the piece of paper that you have in your hand has your seat number on it but it is not your seat exactly if you have ever bought a ticket from vip or you've ever bought a ticket from stc you they will give you a ticket and your seat number will be on the ticket but the ticket is not your seat because you cannot sit on the ticket to get to where you are getting to or where you are going you, you cannot sit on the ticket and get your destination is somebody learning this the ticket sorry the ticket is only a symbol that you really have paid for a seat I'm, I'm trying to explain why we take the physical bread and the, and the wine in church the ticket is only a symbol that you really have paid for a seat that is the same thing with the physical bread and wine that we take at church the ceremonial bread is only a symbol that you will come to the Lord and seek him always the ceremonial wine that we take in church is only a symbol that you will believe in the Lord and put your trust in him alone always 
So your ticket is not your seat, but your ticket is only a symbol or a token that you have really paid for the seat. That is why we take the physical bread and the wine. But the actual Holy Communion is seeking God, seeking Jesus, and placing your trust in him. When you seek Jesus, when you chase after Jesus, when you look for Jesus, when you seek him, you are participating or partaking of the bread. And when you believe in him, when you place your trust in him, you are participating in the blood. That is why the Bible said, cursed is any man that places his trust in man. Because the very moment you place your trust in a human being, spiritually it is like you are feasting on the blood of that person. And it is a curse for a person to drink blood. These are mysteries. Not everybody might understand, but I'm doing my best here. But I will advise that you listen to my full message. This is only a summary. You listen to the full message. The misconceptions of the Holy Communion. So the Bible said, cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans. Because by placing your trust in Jesus, you are partaking of his blood. You are communing with God. So when you place your trust in a man, you are partaking of the blood of that man, which means you are establishing a blood covenant with that person. That is why the Bible is saying, cursed is the person that does that. <laughs> if you do not understand, listen to the message, the misconceptions of the Holy Communion. Psalm 90 verse 12. Psalm 90 verse 12 the bible said teach us to realize the brevity of life teach us to realize the brevity of life teach us to realize when we talk about the brevity of life we are talking about the shortness of life the briefness of life when we talk about the brevity of life we are talking about the impermanence of life that is the fact that life only lasts for a limited period of time and it takes the spirit of god to teach you to realize how short life is why then do we have to spend time with God? Because life is short. Many people say YOLO, which means you only live once, which means do whatever makes you, whatever that makes you feel happy, whatever that makes you feel ex excited, just enjoy and chill in this life. Why? Because you only live once. But if you are really connected to the Spirit of God, you realize that the Spirit of God will then make you realize and teach you how short life is, which means you must rely on God and spend time with Him because life is very short. So you are not supposed to go out chilling. You are not supposed to go out chilling because life is short. No, you are rather supposed to spend time with God because life is short. That's what the Bible is saying. Teach us to realize how short life is so that we may grow in wisdom. For you to be wise, for you to be wise, for you to grow in wisdom. The Bible said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But for you to grow in that wisdom, then you must learn to spend time with God. I hope I'm not wasting your time.
Life is short. That is why you must spend time with God. Life is short. That is why you must dedicate your life to God and spend time with him. You must be devoted to the teachings of your man of God, the apostolic teachings of the man of God. You must be devoted to the fellowship to the Holy Spirit or fellowship with the Holy Spirit and fellowship with the brethren. You must be devoted to the Holy Communion that is trusting in God and seeking Jesus always. And lastly, you must be devoted to prayer why because life is short <sighs> is somebody learning life is short don't waste your time chilling don't waste your time having fun life is short don't waste your time going out on dates life is short i am not saying never have fun you can have fun but i said don't waste your time doing just that there are things higher than chilling there are things higher than having fun there are things higher than sex there are things higher than premature premarital sex so those of you who think because um, uh, life is short, enjoy the woman. Uh, somebody has uh, given me that advice before. Life is short, man of God. Enjoy the woman. Enjoy the girls. Eesh. There is one man that is praying. Teach us to realize how short life is, oh God, that we may grow in your wisdom. That there is another man who is also making a decree that have fun. Why? Because you only live once. Sleep with the girls. Why? Because you only live once. Chill. Why? Because you only live once. The voice of foolishness. Teach us to realize you see think about it sometimes we wonder you see the people and the things they are doing the, 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 the way they are happy the things they are willing to do to their bodies the tattoos they are willing to do the, the surgeries they are willing to undergo just because they, they, they want to look beautiful they want to look sexy they want to do this think about it you wonder do, don't these people realize how short life is that you spend your time undergoing surgeries upon surgeries you spend time undergoing Oh God. Why? Because it takes the Spirit of God for people to realize how short life is. If you think it is common sense, this scripture proves that it is not common sense. You wonder what people are doing and you think they are fools. It's common sense. They are fools. It's not common sense. The Bible said, teach us to realize, Spirit of God, how short life is. I pray that you will realize how short life is. That you will not waste your time chasing after boyfriends. You will not waste your time chasing after girlfriends. You will spend time in the presence of God. You will spend time with God. That you might grow in wisdom. That all the days of your life, you will love God. All the days of your life, you will cherish God. Am I speaking to somebody? Oh, after all, what is life? After all, after all, what is life? Let us enjoy. After all, what is life? Those people do not have the spirit of God. 
the last thing that the Lord demanded that we get devoted to is prayer. Let us go back to our principal text. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Acts chapter 2, verse the number 42. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. All the believers themselves devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, number one. Devoted themselves to fellowship, number two. I've spoken on the apostles' teaching. I've spoken on fellowship. I've, spo- I've spoken on the Holy Communion. And, do you see? And to prayer. To prayer. Prayer is the last thing. So, to spend time with God, number one. Devoting yourself to your to the teaching of your man of God. Number two, fellowshipping with the Spirit of God and fellowshipping with the people of God. Number three, partaking in the Holy Communion. Number four, devoting yourself to prayer. Somebody say prayer. Luke chapter five. The verse number 16, the Bible said, But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Jesus often, the emphasis on the word often, which meant mostly Jesus, he withdrew from the crowd and went to the wilderness for prayer. (laughs) Jesus was the son of God. He was devoted to prayer. But Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Take me to Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. Jesus preached about prayer. And I want to preach to you based on the preaching of Jesus. Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 through 18 somebody says we will pray we will pray we will pray my brother we will pray when you pray don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everybody can see them I tell you the truth that's I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. <laughs> we are preaching on prayer. <laughs> do not pray, do not pray like a hypocrite. You want people to see you when you are praying. You want people to know that you are praying. You want everybody to see you that you are on fire. What are you looking for? Come to the places of prayer to pray, you won't come. Come to Adulam and pray, you won't come. Come come for any of our meetings, midnight video and pray, you won't come. Join us on TikTok and pray, you won't come. But then you will turn on your, your selfie camera. And post it on your status so that everybody will see that you can also speak in tongues. 
the Lord said I tell you the truth that that is all the reward you will never get why do you think we are going to Adulam to pray we want to be in the secret place of prayer to pray Jesus said but when you pray those of you under the sound of my voice when you pray go away by yourself separate yourself from the crowd every believer must learn to separate themselves from the crowd shut the door behind you pray to your father your father in private pray to your father in private then your father who sees everything will reward you people came to pray in the heart of the forest at Timota. they are receiving testimonies people came to pray in the Bri prayer mountains and they are receiving testimonies you have been praying on your status for how many years now well you don't change your strategy and be there don't change your strategy and be there the bible said when you pray don't babble on and on as the gentiles do father please father please father please father please father please don't disgrace me father please father please father please father please father please oh god oh god my god father please 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 hey what is your problem don't babble on and on as the gentiles do they think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again again and again they think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again the bible said jesus said don't be like that for your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him i declare upon your life that kind of prayer you've been praying up that you do not receive answers to her that sickness you are dealing with her that the Lord doesn't seem to answer your prayers up I raise a higher prayer a prayer that is higher than yours and I declare her under this same atmosphere your healing has come 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 in Jesus name your breakthrough is now was it midnight vigil it was midnight vigil last week when we were praying and i saw the altar burning on fire coals of fire listen to this and do you remember i asked the people to drop their prayer requests on the altar just drop it on the platform do you remember yes one lady dropped hers she said man of god I have irregular irregularities with my 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 menstrual cycle sometimes it, it takes too long and I do not flow and she dropped it she dropped it on the on the on the altar and I said I said because you have done this the Lord has come to visit you you are free and anything that caused that thing is accursed very early the next morning she she sent a voice note to me she said man of god after the prayer after the prayer immediately after the prayer i started flowing 
a woman with the issue of blood a woman who couldn't flow after the prayer the bible said when you pray don't babble on and on and on and on declare with faith say father i am delivered say father my wife forgive birth say father my my story will change say father i am delivered say father i am free just by doing that the lord will hear you this is prayer life we are not teaching you to babble we are teaching you to pray prayers that god can answer lord my job lord my job lord please lord my job lord my job lord my you are wasting your time you are wasting your time you are wasting your time say i change my position today anything that is holding back my employment oh god i cut off that pain and i break any embargoes i break any snares i declare oh god that from today good news shall hit my life i declare oh god that from today good news shall hit my life in the mighty name of jesus declare that father i know i will not be like this forever i know you have something better for me stop repeating your prayers up and bubbling and bubbling up and bubbling and bubbling up stop wasting your time and pray up that is no prayer stop wasting your time and pray I enter hear me the I don't know what is wrong with you, man of God. I've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Still, I've not seen I've not seen anything. Man of God, what is wrong? Man of God, please, I need your help, man of God. Oh God, man of God, what is wrong with you? What you are doing is no prayer. The Lord is saying, pray. Man of God, this is my issue. Man of God, this is my issue. Man of God, please. Man of God, I pray. Stop babbling and pray somebody say stop babbling and pray stop babbling and pray stop babbling jesus said when you pray pray like this our father in heaven may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come soon may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we are forgiving those who sin against us and don't let us yield to temptation but rescue us from the evil one listen to this when Jesus was sharing this he wasn't saying when you are praying pray our father who what in heaven and what be that that was not what he meant to <laughs> because Jesus himself the Bible said the other day when he was praying the disciples overheard him that he was praying father let your will be done if it is possible let this cup of suffering pass me by well let this cup of suffering is not found in our father right think about it our father the lord's prayer there is no let the cup of suffering pass me by so if jesus meant we should pray in this order how come he was praying about a cup or the cup of suffering what what is this the other day the bible said the disciples overheard jesus praying that jesus cursed the fig tree and said let nothing grow from you again you will die 
Jesus prayed and cast the fig tree. And the Bible said that the following day when they came, the fig tree had died and withered. Well, that prayer is not found in the Lord's prayer. So what is Jesus talking about? The other day the Bible said Jesus prayed for a lot of people. He opened the eyes of the blind. He healed the sick. He prayed for so many people. And yet these prayers are not found in the Lord's prayer. So what was Jesus talking about? Listen, the Lord's prayer that Jesus gave us was supposed to serve as a template for how Christians should pray. Jesus provided this prayer when his disciples asked him how to pray. These were the key points of the Lord's prayer. Number one, adoration and reverence for God's name and his kingdom. Whenever you are going to pray, you must adore the Lord and give reverence for God's name and his kingdom. That is the first thing you must do. Adore God. It doesn't matter what your troubles are. Adore God. It doesn't matter what your fears are. Give reverence to the name of God and his kingdom. It was a template that Jesus shared. Number two, submission to God's will and God's plan. If you are going to pray and have God answer your prayers, you must firstly submit to the will of God and to his plan. Because if you do not submit to the will of God, there is a very good chance. Listen, as a matter of fact, your prayers will not be answered. Because if it is God's will that you marry at age 30 and you start praying at age 25 that you will marry around that time, it will never happen. So for God to answer your prayers, you must firstly adore and revere his name and his kingdom. Number two, you must subject yourself to God's will and his plan. Until you submit to God's will, you will never see an answer uh, you will never see answers to your prayers this is a secret you need to understand some of you the very moment you wake up in the morning the first thing you do father i commit my day into your hands let this day go in going in my favor bless this day for me father i declare let the angels of miracle money hey please take it easy have you adored god have you revered him? Have you worshipped him? Have you humbled yourself to his will? Father, I declare, Father, any attack, any attack, any attack, and you get there, you have an accident. And you say, I was praying, no, I was praying, but I thank God, even though I had an accident, I didn't die. Please, 
you will not even have an accident if you pray the right prayer you do not get up and take your petitions to god without adoring him it doesn't happen that is wrong you don't make requests without greeting and to god saluting god is adoring him saluting god is revering him i don't think there is a day that you have joined this platform that you do not hear me saying let us thank god i always begin my prayers let us thank god those who are with me adulam 10 a.m i started let us thank god if you have ever prayed with me i always start let us thank god if you have ever been with me in prayer i always start let us thank god it is a it is a template it is the order of service god is a king you don't approach a king dressed anyhow you don't approach a king appearing anyhow you don't approach a king speaking anyhow no there is a format there is a template there is a way by which you 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 draw near to god <laughs> am i teaching somebody tonight After you adore God, you subject yourself to God's will, to the supremacy of His will. Say, Oh God, oh God, I declare, let your will be done in this service. Let your will be done in this marriage. Let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done. Until you learn to submit to the will of God, God will never hear your prayers. <laughs> this is the reason why you people are always looking for men of God to pray for you concerning matters because you do you do not want to learn to do the right thing you wake up you wake up now father father i declare father i destroy hey please take it easy i can spend hours praying and thanking god adoring god submitting myself to his will after that i end there I won't add anything or I end there. So when I enter into prayer another time and I present my petitions, I have prayed and adored God. It has become a lifestyle. I don't only adore God because I want to ask for something. I adore God because it has become my lifestyle. Every day I do it. Every day I do it. Learn this strategy and God will always hear you. Hmm. After you submit yourself to God's will and his plan, then you will present your petitions for daily set of instructions. Petitions for daily set of instructions. Asking God for things is the last thing if you don't do. If you really want to be blessed by God, if you, if you really want to be blessed by God, learn to ask for instructions from Him. Lord, what do I do? What is what is what is Your word for me concerning this matter? Pray for that. Pray for that. Pray for that, God. I want to know this, Lord. Please, I want to know what You want me to do. I want to know when do You want us to do this? I want to know when. You see, I was praying to God. Even concerning the Adulam, the first edition, I was praying to God. I said, God, when do you want us to do this? I wanted to do it on the 9th of September. But the Lord said, no, I want you to do it on the 16th of September. And I wasn't okay with it. I wasn't comfortable. God's instructions will never make you comfortable. As a matter of fact, 
you will be so uncomfortable because of God's instructions. I wanted to do the program on the 9th. The Lord said, do it on the 16th. I said, God, I want to do it on the 9th. The Lord said, do it on the 16th. I said, Lord, I want to do it on the 9th. He said, do it on the 16th. Hey, what is this? I said, Lord, me, I want to do it on the 9th. Too. But if you say I should do it on the 16th, I will do it. Listen to this. Listen to me carefully. We finally did the program on the 16th. After I, I agreed with the Lord, can two walk together unless they agree? If you are going to walk with God, you must learn to agree with God. It is not God who will agree with you. It is you who will agree with God. Because God will give you the instruction and you will submit to it. So I said, Lord, I will agree. And this is what happened. Listen. After I agreed, I released the flyer. The Lord said, check the calendar. And I checked the calendar. And I saw that there was a, a, a there was a, let me say, a festival. Called Rosh Hashanah. There is a festival in, in Israel, which is called Rosh Hashanah, which was on the 16th. It was on the 16th of September. Listen to this. I didn't know. Do you know what Rosh Hashanah is? Rosh Hashanah. Do you know what it is? Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the Jewish New Year. Listen to me carefully. Hey. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the Jewish New Year. The actual timeline of God is not January, February, March, April, May, June, July. No, no. That is the English timeline that we have all adopted. According to the timeline of God, the New Year begins around mid-September and early October. You see, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and this and that and that. And the Bible said, the evening and the morning were the first day. The people of Israel continued with the actual timeline of God, but the English people disconnected. So January that we have marked as the beginning of the new year, spiritually, January is not. <laughs> According to the timeline of God, the beginning of the year is September, October. Listen to this. I want to teach you something. So the reason God wanted me to do that program, Adulam, on the 16th of Ayakatakata, on the 16th of September, was because on the 16th of September was the beginning of the new year on the actual calendar, the supernatural, the divine calendar of God, that by the doing or by the organizing of this program, on that day, it shall be a program that perfectly aligns with the will of God, with the timeline of God, with the, the with, with the calendar of God, with the ordained 
patterns of God with the actual order that God gave to the people of Israel. Listen, I was so shocked when a man came at the program. The man said on Friday in the night, a man that I have never seen before, the man said he had a dream and in a dream he saw the back of a man of God who was wearing black, black, all black and that man of God was walking and was leading him to a place called Atimota Forest and the man entered the forest and the man disappeared. I am talking about a dream of another man that came to Adulam. This is a divine adoshate encounter that I am sharing with you. So in the night, the program was on Saturday in the morning, but a man had a dream. A stranger had a dream in the night, Friday night. And the Lord said, follow this man. And he saw a man of God wearing black, black. And, and he kept on following the man. And the man entered at Mother Forest. And then he woke up and he asked the Lord, Lord, what should I do? What, what is the meaning of this dream? Who is this man of God that I saw? And the Lord said, get up tomorrow, this morning. Get up and go to Atimota Forest. The man has never been to Atimota Forest before. So in the morning, he, 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 he took his firstborn. I don't know if it's his firstborn, but he took his son. And then he got in the car and he started driving. When he got to Atimota Forest, he entered. And then he parked this car. When he parked this car, he, he was praying, Lord, what do I do? You brought me here, Lord. What do I do? You brought me here, Lord. What do I do? And all of a sudden, he saw my brother. Don't And then he asked him, please, can you show me where 106 is? There are stations in Atmota Forest. And so he, he, he said, I don't even know. So the man asked, and he walked to a station, 106. When he got to station 106, there was nobody there. The place was empty. But when the man was there, he said he heard a voice. He heard a voice. And he said, I will, I will follow this voice. So he started following the voice. He came to station 103. To the surprise of the man, when he entered station 103, he saw me standing there. He said, hey, this is the man of God that I saw in my dream in the night before. This man I have never seen before. Before. this man I have never encountered before but the Lord revealed me to his to the man in his dream that go and look for that man in the forest I am talking about an elderly man I am not talking about a young boy I am talking about an elderly man I am not talking about a young guy I am talking about a man that encountered God in his dream and God brought that man to come and meet me in the Atimota forest who told you that God no day I was shocked hey, Papa Penyu, I was shocked you see so God wanted us to do the program on the 16th of September which was the beginning of the calendar of Israel first year the beginning of the calendar of Israel and he also wanted me to meet a man he wanted me to meet a man imagine i had decided to do the program on the ninth i would have missed the man and the man would have missed the encounter this is why we must learn this is why we must learn 
to submit ourselves to the will of God and to pray for his instructions every day and agree with the instructions even when we do not like them. People, <laughs> whenever we are talking about prayer, number one, adoration, this is the pattern, adoration and reverence. Mr. Boto, you saw him, right? You saw an elderly man there with a son. Those of you, those of you here, did you see that man? How many, how many of us saw him? How many of us saw that man? Let, let, me, just, let me just see you by hand. I, I want to know there are witnesses here. I'm not just sharing things. Josephine, with a son. Josephine, yes. Do you see? That is the image on the platform. That's the man. The man saw me in his dream the night before. A man that I don't know for me. I declare upon your life that from today the Lord will testify about you. The Lord will talk to people about you. The Lord will show people about you. The Lord will encourage people to come and meet you. To come and support you. To come and help you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I declare, I declare, I declare. You will see God in another dimension. Is somebody receiving this? Is somebody receiving it? Is somebody receiving this? Is somebody receiving this? Is somebody receiving this? Come on, shout! I receive it! Shout! I receive it! Shout! I receive it! Work with me now. Work with me now. So this is the template for prayer. Adoration and reverence for God's name and his kingdom. Submit. Write these things down. Are you writing? Write these things down. Number two, submission to God's will and plan. Number three, petitions for daily set of instructions and asking for forgiveness. Number four, fostering a sense of community. Fostering a sense of community and forgiveness among believers. Learn to forgive each other. This person said this to you, learn to forgive them. This person did that to you, learn to forgive them. Number four, and the last thing, seeking protection from temptation and evil. After this, you can pray whatever you can add anything you want to add but this is the template you must learn to follow you can try this and i can assure you there is not a single prayer you would pray that god will not hear you i am teaching you as a father i'm teaching you as a friend learn these things and when you fast don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do when we are talking about prayer we are also talking about fasting it is not one or the other it is both that is why i said how many of us fasted when he came to adulam we stood on our feet five solid hours god bless everybody that that started with us at 10. For, for five solid hours we prayed for five hours without food god bless you so much when we are talking about prayer we are also talking about fasting and those who fast how will always have an upper hand those who fast and pray will always have an upper hand over only those who pray 
when you fast don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting i am used to fasting every day i live a life of fasting i fast every day so i barely say i am fasting for three days and because i fast every day my wife knows this those around me they know this my brothers know this my peer josephine knows this i fast every day i don't eat all. <laughs> listen so let's do a quick recap because of time our time is fast spent so this is only part one so let me do a, a quick recap do you really serve god that is the series the teaching series we are on today and this is part one and i said i have summarized the entire message into three into three words number one time number number two talent number three treasure so tonight i have only spoken under the theme time that is all i haven't spoken on anything else and i explained to you what it means to spend time with god to spend time with god number one means you have to be devoted to the teachings of your man of god number two you have to be devoted to fellowship with the holy spirit and fellowship with the brethren number three you have to be devoted to the holy communion and number four you have to be devoted to prayer these are simple points when we are talking about prayer, we are also talking about fasting. These are the four things. Please listen to me. Everything I have taught you today, when you do it and do it well, you have only done 30% of serving God. <laughs> Everything I've talked about today, I've been speaking for one hour, 46 minutes now. And if you do every single thing that I have taught you to do today, you are only serving God 30%. <laughs> People, serving God is not a joke. This is only 30%. If this is the only thing you are doing. Please listen. Please listen. Please listen. If you do everything I've taught you today, that is only 30% of service to God so imagine even in the things i've shared today you are doing some you are not doing some which means some of you are already operating under 30. serving god is not a joke some of you are not devoted to our teachings you are not devoted to fellowship with the spirit fellowship with with the people of god you are not devoted to the holy communion you are not devoted to prayer you are serving god under two under 30 percent how do you expect god to show himself strong over your life you cannot even follow our messages constantly today you are there tomorrow you are not today you are there tomorrow you are not you have become a mere listener you cannot even follow the teachings that your pastor teaches the teachings that your apostle teaches the teachings that your prophet teaches where are you going 
How can you even read the Bible for yourself? You are not dedicated to fellowship. You are not. So listen, when we are talking about fellowship, we are talking about staying in the presence of God, waiting to hear from God. So when you come and we are not teaching and we are only sharing prophecies, you must still stay until the service is over. That is fellowship. You don't come and say, oh, the man of God is not prophesying to me, so I will not be a part of that. I will not be a part of it. He's not prophesying to me after all, so it is not about me. You don't understand fellowship. Listening to the messages is one thing. Fellowshipping is another. Are you wiser than God? This is what the Bible says. And you must be dedicated and devoted to the Holy Communion. And I said simply, the Holy Communion is seeking Jesus and trusting in him only that is the holy communion that is it I'm not talking about the bread and the wine when you listen to my message the misconceptions about the holy uh, about the holy communion you will understand and the last thing is devotion to prayer and Jesus himself was the son of God the Bible said he devoted himself to prayer often he will withdraw and go to a solitary place and pray. I declare upon your life that as I have taught you the first part of what it really means to serve God, you will be operating higher than your rank. You will be more efficient than you've ever been. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody under the sound of my voice, I declare, you shall do better. 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 And you will manifest your glory. 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 Come on. You will manifest your glory. Come on. You will manifest your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you are sick, you are not manifesting your glory. But I declare, you will manifest your glory. The disease will leave. You will manifest your glory. The poverty will leave. You will manifest your glory. The hunger will leave. You will manifest your glory. The change will come. You will manifest your glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Ah. Hear me. This is only part one. I have spoken on the team. Time. People, do not rush to leave the presence of the Lord. Do not rush. Do not be in a hurry to leave or vacate the presence of the Lord. Spend time with God in these things that I have shared with you. God bless you so much. Those of you who do not know me, my name is Vincent Chamate. And this ministry is prayer life. I don't know if there are any first timers here, but if this is the very first time you are listening to us, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you.